let's go support the amateurs and and the people that work full-time jobs and the people that, you know, might never come to another Olympic trials again. Hi there, everybody. Welcome back to the Take the Bridge podcast. I'm Matt. I am Darcy. And it's that week. It is. It's it's race week. Maddie, we have to acknowledge that it's been a while. It's been a while since we've talked to everybody, since we've posted a podcast. Oh, true, true, true. We've, uh, it was, well, we, 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 we took our, our downtime over the holidays. We uh, had our race, our, our, our race in Miami. We had our throwback race here. And then we haven't really been uh, doing much on the, on the racing front. But that is about to change. Things are about to get a little hectic. How did you like your break, Maddie? I love breaks. Breaks are my favorite. Sitting is my favorite. Sleeping is my favorite. Honestly, people are like, wow, you run all the time. You must be so full of energy. And I'm like, honestly, I'm exhausted way more than I ever have been in my life. Okay, so lots of resting for you. Are you? So, Maddie, you're not, it's race week. It's race week. You're not going to be in Atlanta with us. Hey, breaking hearts out here. I won't be able to be in Atlanta, but it's still going to be great. I will be following along intently from here. Um, NBC was kind enough to play the entire thing, so we're going to be able to watch it all live. I just got to find somewhere that's going to be airing it. Well, we're also, so that'll be for the trials, but then you can also watch our race live too. Exactly. Everyone's going to have it live. I mean, I'll just have somebody FaceTime me into the, into, into Take the Bridge. Um, I don't, so here's the thing, Maddie, this is how, um, TTB Nationals came about. Natties. Um, I was in Portland over the winter for the holidays and I went and had a drink with Bromka, with Peter. Peter Bromka, friend of the pod. He mentioned it. And it was a go from there. I mean, it makes total sense. Think about like how many people are going to be there. And it, it, it's it's the same people. The people who would travel to go watch the trials are the same kind of people who would race our races. It makes it's It's the people who just like to run, who just have a love for it. So what I would say is that I brought that, ba- that idea back and you were on board right away. And it's kind of been like a me, you, and Peter creation of what the race is going to be like and then we looped in tracksmith at one point and we said would you guys want to be doing it with us like it felt like a good idea just because of like what we talk about how they support the runners yeah, their ot I, I just read um so in in the pod we talk with lou serafini and he was a little reluctant on numbers but they just let him out today um it's one in five 20% of the people running in the trials are a part of the Tracksmith OTQ program. Now, don't like super quote me on that. I'm pretty sure I got that stat from Runner's World. But uh, yeah, one in five runners will be in an, in a Tracksmith singlet. Wow. Pretty cool. That's, that's pretty fucking amazing. So it makes sense that we, we paired with them just because they are going to have, like, if you didn't know about Tracksmith, you're going to know just because like that's going to be a pretty loud statement at the trials. Oh my goodness. Okay, so um, we have to preface this or like let people know that we were, one, I've been traveling a lot. (laughs) Darcy's very busy right now. We're all pretty busy. You know how New Year's are. So we did this on a new app and I was- Shout out to our friend, Rich. Thank you so much for helping us out. We've used it twice since then. It's very handy to call in, but- 
I was in the airport. It was very loud in the airport. I tried to find the quietest corner within the airport. Airports by nature just are a little loud, but we still got to talk. It was great. Uh, mm, it's just a little loud, so I'm sorry, everybody. But I, How could you? I feel like it was good content, though, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I would say so. Worth the listen. She said this interview is with Lou Serafini, who... What did he say? Like head of community with Tracksmith? Yeah, Lou said he used to manage the store, and now he's that I think head of head of community engagement um, at Old Tracksmith Hair AC, the entire thing. And so technically, it's Hair AC that we're partnering with, who it's their crew, their club, right? Um, and so we're talking to Lou here, right? Oh, Lou! Lou just had a. We we caught up with Lou. He had, I think it was two nights before, maybe a night before. Night before, he had had a really good night, a uh, good race at BU. So, well, here it is. We talked to our guy, Lou Serafini, um, about what he's excited for for the trials himself, and how he's really stoked for our race, and it's gonna be good. Lou is like a um. I talk. I said this already, but he's kind of a legend in like in the running world as it is in Boston. Um, but also, I feel like it within Take the Bridge, he's a legend. He's won several of our races, and then he got gotten lost in several of our races. <laughs> took like the wrong bridge in one of in the London race. So I was running with somebody uh, a couple like a month or two ago, and somehow Take the Bridge got brought up, and he was like, you know. I was sitting behind Lou Serafini during the London race and he was running and I'm from London and I saw him take a turn and I was like, uh-oh, I didn't tell him he was going the wrong way. Oh my goodness. That was, it was a bad one. It was, it literally was a shit show, that race. So That's good though. I like it when it gets a little messy. It was crazy. We were, there was at one point I was biking across one of the bridges um, in London the opposite direction of all the traffic, me in the middle. And I was like, this is where I die right here. This is the time I'm a, I, you know, leave it on the bridge, Darcy. That's what they say. You might as well leave your life on the bridge. Okay. So anyways, that's Lou's legendary status within take the bridge, but also the running community. So, so yeah, here you go. Let's, uh, let's go catch up with, uh, our boy up in Boston, Lou Serafini. Calling in from some, Exciting locations today, all with our uh, friend of the pod, a frequent racer of many of ours, our guy Lou Serafini. Lou, how are you doing today? I'm all right. Thanks uh, Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Glad you're here. <laughs> Lou, you know, I, I assume everybody knows this, but you, what is your role within Tracksmith and what is your connection to Tracksmith? I have been with Tracksmith for, uh, it'll be three years in June. And my one of my first jobs was to, to build a running community from from the ground, <laughs> um, and also managing managing the retail location. And now I, I kind of just fully focus on uh, the community, so uh, community events, activations, all that fun stuff. You know, I think I met you the first time I met you was when we did our very first Take the Bridge in Boston. It was such a small little tiny race, and I like went out to Boston, and everybody talked about you there was like you know you were a legend in the boston community <laughs> so Ooh, the I, legends. Like, I like to think it's a, a good reputation hopefully oh yeah 100 percent, 100 percent. 
Oh my goodness. Um, okay. We always have our host crew every race that we have. And so for Atlanta, we're partnering with, um, tell me if I'm saying this right. Um, we're partnering with Harry C. Yep. Am I saying that right? Yeah. Yes. Um, tell me about the Harry C. What is it about? How long has it been around? You know, all that good stuff. Yeah. So the, I mean, the, the Harry C community, um, is, is something really that's been in the works for a long time. Um, it was one of one of the first things that we talked about when I started and just kind of like what we wanted it to be and, and what we wanted it to grow into. And we launched it a little over a year ago. Um, and it's basically our, our global running community. Uh, anyone can be a member. So it's not actually it's actually not limited to just Boston. And we, we launched it as a way to, to kind of just be a little bit closer to, to our our customers, you know, the people that are really big fans of the brand and want to be a little bit more connected with the brand, we, we thought it'd be great to launch a club where they could they could benefit from some more things and, and have access to some more things and get that, that hands-on special treatment because, you know, they've been so supportive of us. And, and we really, our mission is to kind of grow, grow the group into something really big where we can we can support this group of runners on a really intimate level. So um, we've got uh, a couple thousand people that are members now, which is really cool. We just had our one-year anniversary and, and renewed all of the memberships. And we're, we're now into year two, and we're constantly thinking of more benefits and incentives to add to the program. But basically what it is, for those of you that don't know, it's you pay $128 for a yearly membership. You get a singlet to race in. So it's that ivory navy that um that you can wear at your races um or you can you know you can kind of wear whatever you like but we give you that single if you don't have a kit or a club that you represent already you can be part of our club and and represent with that kit so you get that kit you get an official bib number they're all hand stamped at the track house we still hand stamp all of them you get a uh, nice little welcome pack that we put together and then there's a couple other really nice incentives that are thrown in like uh we have the, the pr bonus so if you go out and you run a PR in a race uh, and let us know and you're wearing any Tracksmith gear, you get a $100 gift card. Um, so you could go out and, and run a 5K PB and, and shoot us an email and we'll send you a $100 gift card. So the membership does kind of pay for itself pretty quickly, which is cool. Um, I got to hop on that. I've been PRing in all my Tracksmith stuff and not getting anything for it. It's easy money, man. Yeah. We, we've been, we've been thinking like brainstorming some ways to kind of like get that out there a little bit more, but yeah, it's definitely one of the best benefits for sure. And, um, uh, concierge customer service, they get a special email account. Only they have access to, they get early access to product. So they find out when things are dropping a little bit before everyone else. And then finally, they get access to special products, so um, gear that only they can buy. Uh, and then we we also just try really hard to um, activate when we can. So right now, it kind of like manifests at major marathons. So New York, Boston, Chicago, like all the major marathons, we try to do something special for them, whether it's like a bag check or a Harry C. brunch, um, all that good old members only stuff. So we're, we're trying to grow and, and add benefits as much as we can, but that's kind of it in a uh, long winded nutshell. Do you guys have like any workouts in Boston or any like activities in Boston where you guys like do it all together for anybody that's local to Boston or do you guys have like any workouts that you give to people that are hair AC or tell me about Yeah. That. Yeah. So those, the, the Tracksmith running community is like, is really layered in a bunch of different ways. So 
I would say Harry C is kind of the umbrella that goes over all of it. You know, um, mm -hmm. you don't have to be a Harry C member to, to participate in our Boston running community. Um, a lot of people are, um, but we kind of look at that as the umbrella that hangs over everything. But I've since kind of day one been leading group runs at the track house. So we do um, Tuesday, Thursday workouts. Tuesday is a speed workout. Thursday is a tempo workout. And then on Sunday, we do churches for Sunday long run. Um, and they are all free and open to everyone. Doesn't matter what club you're on, you can come by. Um, the Tuesday, Thursday workouts are all coached. And we've kind of now, we now get probably between 30 and 50 people, all different abilities for those runs. And then That's the big. Sunday long run is really cool. We, um, we bring in pacers and um, we have a water stop and we do a build towards the Boston Marathon. And, I mean, it depends on the week, but like this yesterday we had about 170 people at the track house to come get their long run in and we'll go out and do different destinations. So we'll do the Charles River, we'll do the Riverway, we'll do the Boston Marathon course. We try to mix it up. So that stuff is always there. Um, I've been I've been to a couple of the, the Boston long runs and they're so nice. You guys like take care of everything for everybody. It's a really great service. Yeah, we try. We, we try to like get all the little attention to detail things. It's tough, but... Um, I think we've got it down to a science now. Like we're we're flipping pancakes post run, and we serve uh, <laughs> Linden times two coffee, and, and we've got we've just got a really great, supportive, full time staff that that recognizes how important this community stuff is to grant brand building, and then we also have an incredible part time staff uh, who comes in on the weekends and makes sure that everything kind of gets executed just so. So, um, so yeah, so that stuff is in place, and and we're kind of excited to to grow it and expand it to different communities. Because um, like I said, we have this Harry C umbrella that's kind of hanging over everything. And we're, we're excited to, to kind of go to cities like New York and Chicago and, and do a 100 days from New York long run program and stuff like that. So um, I think the sky's the limit, but we've definitely built, our, built ourselves a nice little base where we can do a lot of different fun things. So Lou, you're, I feel like you're forgetting about the one very fun thing is your rooftop. Don't you guys have a rooftop at the clubhouse? We do. Yeah. It's a nice little work <laughs> perk. <laughs> um, I've definitely had beers on that rooftop. Yeah. It's very good. It's not getting much use right now because it's uh Boston. Winter, cold. Tough, but it's uh, I mean, to, to a Tuesday, Thursday evening workout, you go rip some 400 free feet over at the MIT track and then finish back at the track house and have a beer on the roof or something like that. It's, it's a pretty nice, uh, pretty nice way to, to spend your, your evening. Maddie, you said you've been on that rooftop. Oh yeah, I've, I've, had, I've had beers, I've had pancakes, I've had on that rooftop. It's a really nice rooftop. I don't think I've ever been up to the rooftop. I've, you know, I've definitely done like some runs with you guys and finished at the clubhouse, but I have yet to go up to the rooftop. So <laughs> yeah, we keep it. I don't want to say we keep it quiet that we have the rooftop, but it's it's a shared building, so we have yeah. to be a little mindful. Um, like if you know, you know. Yeah. I love it. Um, Lou, you talked a little bit about like initiatives of like, you know, 100 days before New York doing some training runs, the long runs out in New York. Like, how would you say like one that you're connecting with the, with the community and you've, you've kind of already talked about this in Boston, just with all of your runs and supporting everybody. Like, how do you see that in like outside of Boston? And like, how do you see the Harry C really just like connecting with everybody wherever, like wherever you're at, right? Yeah. Well, it's a, it's a global community. Like you mentioned the Strava group and like, um, 
I mean, I, I ran my race this past weekend and I had someone comment on my Instagram and say how cool it was because he ran a race or he or she ran a race as well and was wearing the same singlet, you know, so it kind of feels like you have teammates all over the world. Um, and like I said at the beginning, we're, we're like constantly trying to think of ways to just involve the community more and, and do more things for them, whether they're like, you know, race incentives where we might say like, you know, go step outside of your comfort zone and race a track mile. And if you do that, we'll give you X, Y, Z, stuff like that. So I think that that's kind of an exciting thing about it is we're at a point where like, okay, we got, we got through year one. Um, we've had some good growth. Everyone seems happy now in year two, like how do we kind of take it and scale it to the next level? So, um, how far reaching is the club? Like where do you think your furthest member is? Oh, I'm not the right person to ask, but we have people all over the world though. I mean, there's people in other countries for sure. Um, just wonder if there's somebody like in Australia or something. Yeah, there are. There's a couple of people in Australia. Um, it's, it's cool. And, and it's small right now, like in those areas. But I think the idea is that, you know, by the time the, the brand is at its peak, we'll have, um, you know, dozens and dozens of runners all over the world. So, yeah. Tell us a little bit more about the personal connection that Harry C has made between them and the athletes that are training and qualifying for the Olympic trials. Like yep. what does that yep. support really look like for you guys? I think I can't think of any other company that's done that. I think that's really cool. Personally. Yeah. So this has been one of my like favorite, probably my favorite project that I've gotten to work on in the past year. Um, the, the OTQ program. So um, we're going to be sponsoring uh, quite a few runners down at the Olympic trials this year. And basically the idea was if you ran an Olympic trials qualifier, you could fill out an application uh, to be, you know, supported by Tracksmith and Linden times two. So we've given all those runners um, a quarterly gift card stipend, stipend, uh, a free Harry C membership. So we've welcomed them into that community. Um, so they could be part of that as well. And then they also get a, a, quarterly shipment of Linden Times Tea Coffee. So, um, so yeah, we're, we've never done an ambassador program before. It's the first time we've gotten a chance to do something like this, and it's been really well received. And I think people are going to be really, uh, not, I don't know if surprise is the right word, but I think it's going to turn heads uh, down at trials when they see how many people are out there. Um, I'm pretty sure it's going to be, there's going to be more people I mean, technically, that'd be like the largest team representation. I think that's what we, that's what we think as well. We have no idea guessing, what the yes. other brands are doing. Um, you know, we could show up on race day and Brooks could have four hundred people, but like, I mm -hmm. I think we have. You know, we're probably going to make a lot of splash, and, and it's cool. And I think you know, one thing about Tracksmith that is just incredible is. Um, we could go out and say like, okay, let's go try to sponsor an unattached runner who we know is going to finish up in the top five, top 10. Like, let's go find that one person who might not have a contract and throw a bunch of money at them and get a uniform on them. But instead, you know, we've taken the other route, which is let's go support the amateurs and, and the people that work full-time jobs and the people that, you know, might never come to another Olympic trials again, or, or maybe they're just starting their career or, or whatever it is. Um, it's so cool to support that runner because, you know, we're all like that. We're all out there trying to fit the miles in around our day job and, mm -hmm. and you know, try to trying to accomplish goals, whatever they are, whether it's running 245 in the marathon and running an OTQ or, you know, 
completing their first 5K. Um, it's very relatable to kind of support the amateur and, and the dreamer. So that's that's the route we've taken, and it's been a lot of fun. We've heard some cool stories. I, I love the amateur is like my favorite thing that is attached to Tracksmith. Just like, I mean, if you, you go to the root of the word, amateur is means for the love of the sport. And I think that's just really great. Yeah, uh, I think so too. So do you... Do you have an actual number of how many people from Harry C are going to be racing in the trials? I'm not sure if I'm supposed to share it. So I do, but I don't know. I might be allowed to, but I'm not sure. So I'm just going to say um, it's a good chunk. (laughs) A good chunk. I'm down for a good chunk. Um, Now, as far as the trials, Lou, you're running in the trials. How has training been going for you this, this winter? Yeah, uh, it's been good. I think you guys both know I ran New York in November. Um, it's, I have don't think I've ever run a marathon and then immediately turned around and started training for another marathon. So it's been yeah. it's been tough. Um, you, would you get like two days off? Yeah, yeah. I took I took like you know the rest of the day to just kind of put my legs up and then I got back to it. Now. Um, but no, I I took I tried to take most of November just chilling. Um, and I took probably a good two months without really doing any workouts. So just, you know, focused on building the mileage back up and trying to take some downtime. But um, it's starting to come together and I'm, and I'm getting really excited. Um, I've been logging more miles than I've ever done before, but we've, we've definitely taken a conservative approach. Um, you know, we skipped the Houston half. That was like the original plan in January was to race there and just really focused on keeping the mile job, doing some good speed work and, and preparing. And um, I think I'm feeling mentally stronger than I would have had we just kind of like jumped back into it and with racing and training. I My other story about racing trials is I, I DNF'd in LA. So I'm just excited to go go finish the, the race and, and, and cross the finish line and get a medal. So uh, it's a hot, it was a really, really hot day. Yeah, but I mean, my, my thing was like, I just, I was a little, a lot younger and I, I had not run that many marathons. My, my marathon best was still only like 227 and I, I qualified with a half marathon and I just, my mentality was flat course, um, best shape of my life and fastest field that I've ever run in. So I just ignored the weather completely and just went for it. And by mile 16, I was just completely cooked. And yeah, you know, I, I walked for a little bit. I took some water. I started running again. I thought I could finish, and I got to like twenty twenty one, and I just like lost all of my will to carry on. And um, it's a tough. It's the only marathon I've ever dropped out of, and it's a tough feeling, um, especially when it's the Olympic trials, you know. So I'm just excited to finish what I started. Excellent. I love that. That'll be great. A wonderful comeback. Hopefully. <laughs> hey. I mean, things are looking good. You uh, you had a really great 5K this weekend at BU. I yeah? did, yes. Um, I, I ran a, a six-second PR in the 5K, and it's always when you least expect it, you know? I've been I've been training for the 5K for two years, trying to run 1340-something and, and couldn't do it, and then I stepped into marathon training, and, and then it clicks, you know? You never know when it's going to happen, but you just got to keep showing up. As far as some of the other hair AC folks that are racing in the trials, um, we, we talked about the amateur spirit, the fact that most of those people are have other jobs. They do whatever it is to pay the bills, and running is is for the love of it. Now, uh, 
Have you gotten to see uh, what their training schedules have looked like with some of those jobs? Some of them. We've we've heard some incredible stories. Um, you know, uh, people that that wake up and run at like four four thirty in the morning. Um, you know, people that have. I think one one woman has like seven kids or something like that. Um, it, just some really incredible things across the board that you know make my training seem like a walk in the park. So. Um, <laughs> right. I'm like, man, I got to go fit this in I today know. as opposed to I have seven human beings. I'm responsible. <laughs> yeah. But it's, I mean, a, a lot of people, it's, it's just like, if I don't wake up and run at 5am, I'm not running today. Um, and when you're training for a race where you're going to get on the same starting line as someone that can, you know, sleep in and, and go to, you know, physical therapy in the morning and then do their workout and then go to the gym and then take a nap. Like you got to wake up and at least get the miles in, you know, um, it's not a level playing field, but it's just so inspiring to see um, the schedules of some of these runners and, and what they've been able to go out and accomplish already. So I think in a lot of ways, the trials are trials for a lot of these people um, and it should be. And I think, you know, many of them are going to go out and surprise and have great days and, and beat some, beat some really good runners. Yeah, I, I think that it's going to be a really interesting day that it's like you said earlier it's not a fast course it's not about running a fast time it's like a challenging course of who is going to be the the strong runner in this one yeah patience is definitely going to win it's it's supposed to be relentless rolling hills the entire way oh buddy <laughs> that'll be that'll be good yep I'm just wondering, like, you know, like Tracksmith and the Harry C most excited about for this weekend. I think there's a lot of anticipation, like everybody, there's a lot of people that are going to be out there, even just watching that, you know, I think a lot of people are going to have their eyes on this. Yeah. Well, it's a celebration, you know, um, I think one, maybe it's just because it's on the East coast, but I remember LA just kind of feeling like, I don't know, I, I didn't get to stay in the, in the like post hotel because you know, the race didn't pay for it. So I was staying an hour outside the city. And then after the race was over, it just kind of felt like everything shut down. And uh, you can already tell that like the Atlanta track club is just so on top of everything. You know, they're, they're covering travel for all the athletes. Um, they're putting all of us up in the hotel and they, they're even doing a half marathon the day after the race and there's an expo and, and everyone just feel, it seems so hype. Like everyone's so hyped about it. And every single day, I come across like a random person that runs for our club and, and they're just like, Oh yeah, I'll be down in Atlanta watching. And I'm like, Oh, that's amazing. I didn't know you were making the trip. So I'm, I'm just excited. I think so many people are going to be there and I, it's cool. Anytime you can share an experience like this with a big group, as opposed to just kind of being there by yourself. So I am already feeling the love and I'm, I'm excited to, to kind of go down there and, and feel it in person. Um, the other cool thing is we have, um, we actually have, I think, nine runners from our local racing team that have all qualified, um, which is incredible. So, I I mean, I'm very proud of that because the team is less than three years old and um, has already kind of taken some major strides. So, it'll be cool to kind of go down and mm -hmm. share with those Boston runners as well. Lou, do you want to talk about, like, what you guys are doing, what Tracksmith is doing for the trial, some of the activations that you guys are doing? Yep. Yep. Um, so we're going to be going down and we're, uh, we're just, our main emphasis is on supporting the runners that we're, 
that we're sponsoring. So um, we're going to give them a, a hospitality suite outside of the one that the race offers just because there are so many people. So we thought it'd be nice to kind of give them a separate place to go and, and chill out. Um, we uh, And then uh, externally, we externally are going to be hosting like a viewing party at Georgia Beer Garden, which is about a mile from the, the start finish area. So um, friends, friends of people on the team, friends and family will be able to kind of go there. They're going to um, broadcast the race on all their TVs and they have like a nice little patio that looks out onto the course and the course passes by there three times. So we'll do a viewing party there and then we'll do an after party after the race and also partnering with Take the Bridge, which is great because <laughs> I think a lot of times, you know, uh, people start to get a little tired after a marathon. So we're counting on you guys to keep, keep the party going a little bit for us. Um, so yeah, so we're, we're psyched. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. And, and like I said, I think the energy is going to be next level. That's so good. Um, I was over at Georgia beer garden yesterday. It's, it's, it's right along. I, I think it's Jackson, which is like a main street that, yeah, all the runners are going to be running past a few times, three times you said, um, but that spice is like perfect for a viewing party, I think, which will be great. Um, I'm super excited just because, you know, like, oh gosh, back in December, I was home in Portland and me and Peter were, Peter Bromko, we were having like cocktails or whatever. And he's like, you know, what would be so cool if you guys showed up at, at Atlanta. And like, the funny thing is, is that like, it's, this is like a race that's unlike some of the other races that we've done before. And that like, normally we go to a new city and we have to like educate everybody within that city and the running community about like what take the bridge is. And it's funny because like everybody that's running our race in Atlanta is um, visiting. And so yeah. it's almost like there's so many people going to visit that it's like, it's something for them. So after you watch all of your friends race the trials, like it's something for everybody else to do, which yeah. is really exciting. And yeah. I love the idea of just like keeping that energy going all day long. Right. Yep. I think one cool thing for you guys too is like it's you have this amazing reputation now of like if there's a, a big running event or like a cool running thing that's going on, it's like you know take the bridge is gonna be there doing something. Um like it's almost people have almost like come to expect it. And I think that that's, that's so incredible uh, that you guys have been able to do that. So like when, when you guys reached out about partnering for this, it was just like, it's like, yeah, like I figured you guys would be there. That's amazing. Uh, let's, let's do it. Definitely. So, um, yeah. so yeah, I think that's, that's a really cool thing. And, and uh, it seems like it sold out really quickly. Um, <laughs> Very so, quickly. So, yeah. So, so it's going to be cool. And I think the other thing is like, you're giving people like, a chance to be part of this experience, like a part of this event mm -hmm. and remember it more than they would have. And I think that that's great. Like, um, you know, it, it's, it's a little something extra just from going down to watch the race. You get to really go down and feel like you were a part of the weekend. So, yeah, very true. Well, I was there like figuring out our course and scouting yesterday and like, I just already felt the energy and I, I, I left Atlanta yesterday just feeling so excited about everything that's going to happen. So I think, Lots of good energy going into that weekend already. Yeah, I haven't been down there yet, <laughs> I'm excited too. All right. Well, we had one last good question pertaining not to the trials, oh. but to Tracksmith. If you could tell us, <laughs> I'm not sure. Me either. <laughs> All right. Um, will Tracksmith be making a return to, to the Speed Project? Oh, that's definitely something that I 
I don't know if I'm the right person to announce. <laughs> Neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> let, let, okay. I'll just say that there have been talks around the office. That that's what that's what I've that's what I've heard is that there have been uh, some talking. Yeah. About this. I will say <laughs> if we do do it, I would be I would love if if I get the opportunity to go check it out, whether it's crewing or running or or whatever it is, because I ever since we did it two years ago, it's just been like. Feel like it comes up every week <laughs> you, you know um yeah. it, it just like as an unforgettable experience so um but yeah i'll just say that they're been talks been talks all right i like that well we're gonna close things out with um you're you're a, you're a fast guy who loves the track so we're gonna get some speed work in um and so what's gonna happen i'll just ask a question say whatever comes to mind um we'll just do some quick rapid fire stuff here on the last round um, so we'll start it up with what is your favorite bridge? Mm, I got to go Boston. Um, I really love the, well, actually it was just debating this yesterday. There's two bridges in Boston that have an incredible view of the city. Um, one, you're kind of like looking into the city and then the other, you're kind of like in the city looking back towards Fenway. Um, so one is the BU bridge. It's probably the best place to catch like sunrise sunset in Boston, I would say. And, and you get a beautiful view of the skyline. Uh, and then the other, which I'll say is my favorite is the, the Longfellow bridge where we did take the bridge in Boston a couple of years. Oh, was it last, just last year? Um, yeah, last year. Yeah, 2019. Yeah. And that, that one has like nostalgia for me as well, because when I was going to school at Boston college, that was like if you ran all the way out to the long tall bridge and came all the way back, it was like a 15 mile long run, which was long for us. So that was like, if you could make it out to that bridge, there were like talks that it was the best view in the city. Uh, most people would just go over the mass app bridge, which is about 12 or 13. So, um, yep. so I'll go long, long tall bridge. Love it. Both of those are great. <laughs> but, but I will say there right. is nothing on the New York bridges. Those things are mountains. <laughs> We've got some good bridges out here. have to say, um, favorite running route? Uh, there's a, I always try to, as much as I can publicize that, uh, when you come to Boston, you don't have to just run on the Charles. The Charles is amazing because there's, there's dirt. You can, you can run forever and miles and miles and miles. But if you're near back Bay, so where the Boston marathon start finish line is, there's an amazing little, um, uh, path head, um, that is called the Riverway, and it's cinder dirt and you can take it all the way um through brookline to jamaica pond and do a lap around jamaica pond and come back for like a perfect hour um or easy easy eight or seven or whatever you want it to be um, or you can even extend it beyond that and go to the harvard arboretum and the arboretum is beautiful so i always encourage people to kind of explore different parts of boston because it is a really good running city so uh so the riverway Love it. Um, favorite workout right now? So you're in marathon training. What's your favorite marathon workout? Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. I uh, I really like the. I've only done it a couple times, but I finally got to try the Michigan when I was training for New York. Um, yes. That's a fun workout. It's a, it's a fun workout. Yeah, everyone should do a Michigan. If uh, just 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 go do it. <laughs> you can look. It's like. Go ahead. I was gonna say, yeah, it's just so good that you're you're working through so many gears, yeah. and 
Yeah, you can so you look it up online. There's a million different variations of it, but it's one of the I call them like fitness booster workouts. You always just like yeah. come out of a workout like that, and you feel like you just got faster just from doing that workout. Uh, mm-hmm. There's another workout that my coach likes to do that I always like to mention. Since since Boston is our backyard and the Boston Marathon course is right here, um, we do. Uh, I think I guess you would just call it the Newton Hills tempo. So basically, you start at mile marker 17 on the course and you run a tempo run from there and you go over all the hills and you finish around the chestnut hill reservoir so it's like you get three hills it's about six miles long and you just run at tempo pace and and that's another another good fitness booster so those are my i've ran that one a couple times that's a that's a good workout. yeah yeah it'll do it mm-hmm. all right from there um Post run, I know you like both of these: beer or coffee, and favorite of both. Um, beer, no hesitation. Uh, for post run, <laughs> uh, pre run definitely coffee, but uh, but yeah, post run definitely beer. Um, we, yeah, we are regulars. Gabby and I are regulars at Lamplighter, uh, which is a a brewery in Cambridge. Um, we're, we're a little less than a mile. I've got a, a mug there so I can, I can go and, and get as much beer there as I want. So they, they make a really good one called, um, birds of a feather. They also have another one called rabbit rabbit, which is good. Um, and on brand, um, and both, very, very yeah, both are new England style IPAs. So I like those a lot. Um, if I'm trying to keep it a little bit lighter, then I'll do, um, there's a really great session IPA that I like. That's also local called um notch left of the dial so notch is the brewery in salem mass and left of the dial is the beer so it's super light super drinkable um and then for coffee uh i'll just i go to pavement a lot because it's right across the street from the track house but i've we've been like so lucky to work with um ryan and des linden from linden times too uh, they do such an incredible job roasting beans. And we, like I said, we serve it at the track house every Sunday and our Olympic trials qualifiers all get it as part of being part of the program. But I mean, I've never seen someone hustle as much as Ryan Linden to, to, um, to make this company operate. And it, it, they really put out an incredible product. So if you haven't tried it yet, definitely go, go check them out and, and get some beans because yeah. it's stuff and you're supporting runners. So what more can you ask? That's something I love is I get, it's like you see these two people, these two wonderful humans who are also incredible athletes who also have time and make time to put this really great coffee out. Yeah. And, and they're doing what we all, we all want to do, you know, like Ryan's just following his passion and, and, uh, and doing something incredible with it. So um, I wish them nothing but the best and hope that that company grows to be huge. Absolutely. Shout out to Ryan. And, uh, um, now, favorite, last one, your favorite post-run hangout. Mm, can I say track house roof? <laughs> you can definitely say track house roof. Uh, it, is, it is an awesome spot in the summer. Like, there's, there's days where, like, if you go there, like, late afternoon, the afternoon just, like, bleeds into the evening, and then all of a sudden it's, like, 10, 11 o'clock, and you've just been sitting up there and hanging out. Like, you don't even need to be, like, drinking beers or eating food. It's just, like, a really calming place to, to be. Um, so I love I love finishing finishing a run there. It's it's a cool spot. Or um, I'll give a, a shout back to the to the Charles River uh, since I kind of I, – I was mean to it earlier. But <laughs> um, 
there's nothing like finishing a run over on the Esplanade in the summer too. They actually um, Night Shift, which is another local Boston brewery, opens up a little Night Shift's great. Yeah, they opened up a beer garden there um, on the Esplanade. So it's it's really nice to just like finish up a run. You mm. can go sit at a picnic table and have a beer and and, and look out on the river and, and see. I haven't stuff, been into so. that one yet. I have to check that yeah, out. Yeah, just in the summer, Wednesday to Sunday, but it's it's a great spot. Oh, okay. So that's the thing is like usually when I'm in Boston, Lamplighter is like my go-to when I'm in Boston. Yep. And uh, I'll have to check out the new night shift. Yeah, location. dude. There's location. there's new new breweries every every year. It's crazy. Uh, I'm excited oh, about yeah. Atlanta though. I've heard the the food and drink scene down there is like next level. Oh yeah, it's it's the right spot to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, want to wrap it up, Doris? Yeah, no, we're all good. This is I'm super excited about all of this. So. Lou, thank you so much for all of your time. I appreciate it. Yeah, for sure. Thanks for having <laughs> me on. And um, yeah, really excited to come down in two weeks. And um, hopefully, you know, Take the Bridge will distract me from my race because I'll just be excited <laughs> to come back and watch that. So There you go. That'll be there you go. That'll be Lou, good. just to clarify, because you guys have that beer garden, where our after party is going to be is where you guys have the beer garden like all day long, basically, right? So people can go and yep. cheer if they want to. And then like in between the race and like in between the trials and our race, people can still hang out there and like have beers and chill. And it can be like an all day thing for people if they totally. want. Right. Yeah, totally. I, I imagine there'll be like a lull probably from like maybe like two thirty to four thirty. Um, <laughs> but like, yeah, by all means hang out, chill. Um, and then I, I think things will start to heat up again um, when people start to get hungry and want to go get some food. And, and um, I think it's going to be a really, a really fun day. For Amazing. Amazing. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Lou. Thank you, Matt. Appreciate it. Thank you. (laughs) All right. Okay. Okay, Maddie. That was Lou. Will you explain? Lou talks about this in the podcast. Maddie, what is the Michigan workout? Please clarify. All right. So the Michigan, there's a lot of different interpretations. Um, You can, you can, there's a modified version of the Michigan. There's the original version of the Michigan, but what it is, it's a hybrid workout where you're mixing some track speed along with some tempo. It's a great workout. Lou said it pretty well himself. It's one of those ones you finish and you just feel like you just got some fitness. Like, damn, that did really well. So you can do the Michigan one of two ways. You can either do this um, as far as your tempos. Basically, you're going off the track, on the track, off the track, on the track, off the track. You can either do the modified version where you're going mile, track mile, tempo mile, track 12, tempo mile, track eight, tempo mile, track four, or you can sub out that tempo mile for a tempo 2K. Depends on what you're doing, but regardless, you're just flipping back and forth. There's no recovery between any of them. No recovery between any of them. You heard that right. I had to Google it, so I just wanted to make sure that we all clarified. It's race week. We're doing this all for a race. <laughs> Maddie, are you sad you're not going to be there with us? I've shed too many tears and i don't want to talk about it but it's also gonna be your birthday i know the u.s olympic committee is giving me a really great birthday present they're putting on the best marathon ever guys this i i cannot tell you how stoked i am about this marathon and i think that the fact that we get to put on a race in that same week just feels right it's gonna be a really exciting time there we go um so Happy birthday, Maddie. Do you want to tell everybody how old you're going to be? I'm going to be seven, everyone. Um, my birthday's on February 29th. I'm a leap year baby. Um, it's one of my most interesting facts. If you want to know more about me, hey, slide into the DMs. Say hey. But uh, 
Yeah, February 29th. It's my seventh birthday. I've been six for the past almost four years, and it's been pretty good for me. So really excited to see what seven holds. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> okay. Um, but really, we're doing this for a race. Um, let's talk about the logistics of the race. Um, Maddie, do you want to talk about East versus West? So... The way this is going to go is we've we've built this as Take the Bridge Natties, Take the Bridge Nationals, and since it's in the spirit of the trials, the fact that people are competing, we have people coming in from all over the country racing this one. We wanted to make it more along the lines of uh, cross country. So you had the option to choose who you ran for, East Coast, West Coast, Sorry, the Midwest. I don't know. That's just like its own thing. Um, but wait, I think, I think our friends in Texas. I told them all to sign up for the West Coast. I mean, Texas strikes me as more West Coast than East Coast. But with that, it's like, all right, we have our. Um, we're going to be scoring it just like you do in cross country. Top five runners score, and we're going for total points. Yeah, it's it's very similar to how we score our team race, like the team points within our summer series. Very similar. So um, top five people score. Obviously, the top three people in win prizes, but the top five of each team scores. But here's the kicker. Um, Whatever team wins, everybody on that team is going to get a Tracksmith cap. Specific champions cap. Yes. So along with if you happen to win your race, you also get your classic CLA. You know how we don't do medals, but we do real slick white caps that are in your bronze, silver, and gold medal. Okay, so just for clarification, first place, second place, third place. Overall. Overall, you're going to get our traditional prizes, which is, I don't even remember the prizes. I think it's like 300, 200, 100, and then 100 for the preem. And then you'll also get the cap, so gold for first place, silver, and that's like the logo is in that color, silver for second place, bronze for third place the cla caps so that's overall oh also jaybird has given us the um shout out to jaybird what do you call those the ones that are the the, yes the vistas hey shout out jaybird i love the vista it's a great headphone so first place will also get the vistas as well so those are the top three prizes standard right but if your team wins so if team east coast wins everybody that raced under east coast even if you didn't score Everybody within the team gets a cap. It's going to be really cool. And that's the Tracksmith cap. Yeah. Something you can show off. Yes. Um, So the race itself is a little over, I think it's about a 5K. Um, It's going to be comprised of a couple different checkpoints. That's it. Now, do those checkpoints have to be done in any certain order there, Darcy? They have to be done in order. In order. In order. Cool. Just checking. We don't want any takeies, backies. Just making sure. It's always good to check. But, um, so yeah, you'll, um, once you check into the race, um, we're going to be announcing the course 10 minutes previous or at the start. Ooh. So we're going to figure this part out later. Honestly, you know what? It doesn't even matter to y'all because I don't think there are very many Atlanta people here. So you're all going to be at an equal disadvantage of not knowing the course. I kind of want to do it right before. I feel like that's mean because nobody's Nobody local. I, I'd say I'd say we should give them ten minutes. We should give them ten minutes to look. I kind of, I kind of want to give them five. Okay, five. We'll we'll split the difference. Five minutes versus zero minutes. Okay. So um, time wise, let's talk about time wise. The race starts at seven. Now remembering that the trials is at noon, yes. so it's going to be done 
y'all have, have plenty of time to relax, grab some beers, take a nap, change your clothes, come on back to... So we talk about this already, but Tracksmith has um, this beer garden. It's George's Beer Garden, um, right on Jackson Street, right along the course. So they're going to have it all day long. So during the trials, you can go and watch and drink a beer and, and see people run past three times. You stay there, you hang out, you go home, get yourself all showered, whatever. You come back, 6 o'clock at Georgia Beer Garden is when check-in opens, and it closes at 6.45. 7 o'clock is the men's race. 7.30 is the women's race. We will have it on our live stream. It'll just be our Take the Bridge live stream. You heard it here first. And then afterwards, we'll have the regular after party at Georgia Beer Garden. And then I would look at Isa Run Crew because they're throwing an after after party down the street. Oh, Rich Isa. Shout out to the the man. I know. He he had to put his little spin on it. He's the man with the plan. if you if, if if I think that uh, if I ever have any time but party needs, I'm just gonna call him up and be like, yeah. Rich, I need you to throw me a bomb ass party. If you check in, um, some easy ways to check in with what's going on that weekend. There's gonna be a lot of just like the running community. Check out our friends like Chris Chavez on tr- on Twitter. Check out Peter Bromka on Twitter. They're all gonna be posting where they're at. Ali on the Run is gonna be up there. Like on Twitter, Maddie. On Twitter, on Instagram. Oh no, I, I you don't you don't you're not on Twitter, Darcy. It's like it's it's like the slightly faster version of Instagram. I'm not on Twitter. That's okay. I use it I I I'm not like as much of a I don't share content, but I use it to follow and to know what's going on because it happens so fast on there. Okay, maybe I need to get on Twitter. So yeah, just keep up uh, there's going to be lots of people out there just uh if you're looking for stuff to do that weekend, there is so much going on. So just Go out there, eat it all up. It's going to be a really cool weekend for the running community. We talk about this. There's going to be so many people there. I think there's so much going on that weekend. It's kind of like, I've heard this already. People are talking about it as if it's the Super Bowl for running, basically. This is absolutely, but it's like bigger than, it's more like the, I'd more put it like the World Cup of running because the Super Bowl happens every year. This only happens every four years. That's a good analogy. I like that, Maddie. What's up? That's what I'm here for. Hot takes only, baby. Hot takes only. Okay. Um. Anything else? I'm saying right now. Eastern men are going to take it and the Western women. You said West women, East men. I was about to say the same thing. I think you're spot on. I'm a gambling man, so, you know, I, I research my bets. Um. We had Carissa from from Portland, like, scouting and then getting some people to sign up, so. I told her to run. Well, she's pregnant. She's due any day now. She was due earlier this week, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. But I was like, you know what? Honestly, like, if you're feeling good, you're running anyway. Uh, okay, so we have to get out of here. Maddie, any final words? That's it. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> We're excited. Take the bridge. We're coming. Hot Lana, baby. Let's go. You don't, you, you don't, you don't.